Ready to right. clap? Yep. Season two. Season two. Changing 100. Should we just open nice. with, um, there's been a major change to one of us. He's no longer a party fiddler. He like put his arm around me and he was like, are you working tonight? And then he goes, every time he's playing two hands, every time I win a hand, I want one digit of your phone number. <gasps> yes. Yes. Ooh. Right? Welcome back. Welcome back. Yay. Season two. We're <laughs> back. We said we were going to be back. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I actually got some messages and people were like, so when are you guys coming back? Are you guys coming back? Yeah. One of our regulars at work was like, didn't you guys take a break? And I'm like, yeah, but we're back. I was like, we're recording right now, season two. It's very exciting. Yeah, we have um, super pumped. We have a lot going on, <laughs> personally. So. Yeah. So where? When did we end? When was the last time we recorded? Before was it before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? I was gonna say was it November like twenty twenty three? I think it was like November, early early November though. I think it was. So what has happened in Vegas since then? Since then in Vegas. Since oh then. wait, I'm Crystal. <laughs> Here oh we my go goodness! Again. <laughs> I'm Tori. Welcome. This to changing is 100. changing 100. We are party fit dealers. We talk about gambling, crazy things that are said to us. How it's like being a woman in Vegas. All mm -hmm. the fun, wild stories, or working what the fuck? In the industry working in the industry. What's going on in Vegas? New things in Vegas. Well, should we just open with um? There's been a major change to one of us. He's no longer a party pit dealer. I don't know if you're going to bring that up or not, or if we were just going to pretend that you were still a party pit dealer. I got to be honest with the audience. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it, it's the change has brought so many more stories. That's true. <laughs> it really has. We really have the ins and outs now. Because mm -hmm. now I get treated way differently. Mm -hmm. But also different... Uh, circumstances that I'm working in as well makes yeah. it very different well it's not me I'm still a party pit dealer it's <laughs> yeah, crystal if you haven't caught on <laughs> crystal has switched over to what we thought was going to be an amazing opportunity and an amazing change but we're unsure now we're still evaluating still evaluating still Let's trying to figure it say, out I want to be a party pit dealer every mm -hmm. day <laughs> yeah yeah Every Ugh. day I'm like, Ugh, give me the boots. I'll take the boots. Give oh, me my the gosh, boots. the boots. Isn't that wild? That that was like my number one complaint was the boots. And now I'm kind of like, eh. Well, you know what? Now mm. that I don't wear the boots, an eight-hour shift. Not bad. Yeah, right? Nothing. No body aches, no nothing? Nothing. No, it's, it's honestly wild how much the boots actually affect the job and the way your body feels. No, 100%. Like, it's, it's not just like, oh, my feet hurt because I'm in heels all night. It's like your knees, your back, your hips. I still wear um, somewhat of a heel. I wear platforms because okay. I'm short. Yeah. And I don't. Okay. So if you're not table. a dealer, <laughs> if you're a short person, <laughs> they have these little boxes that you can stand on at the table so that it's easier for you to reach. I don't like standing on those boxes because I've fallen off. <laughs> I've fallen off those boxes. You fall off the boxes? Like, I, because I move, on. I work the table. Like, yeah. I move. Oh, you walk the table? Or walk the table. Okay. Yeah, I walk the table. So, but there's been a few times where I'm like, <laughs> these boxes are not small. Like, it's not like no. you're standing on, like, a 
like a yoga block size like a box. yoga yeah. yeah it's like a it's got to be like two feet by a foot at least yeah so like two feet wide by like a foot tall at least kind of a box so that's why i was like you fall off this I've box fallen. i'm confused. my foot has like off the side mm-hmm. of it so then what i just do is i just wear platforms that's smart and chunky shoes but one of my platform shoes still has somewhat of a heel. Mm-hmm. No problem. Still no problem? Eight hours. Yeah. No, no problems. problems. Yeah, I was talking to somebody and I was like, I don't think that we realize how bad these boots are for our bodies. I remember when I first started, somebody told me that some of the girls get their shoes customized. Yes. Like full-blown customized shoes where they get like proper insoles yes. and all that stuff. They take them to like a cobbler, like a shoe worker, and they get like... The foam inserts sewed in. They get an extra rubber sole put on the bottoms of them. Like you can get ankle support added in. Like of course I didn't gonna, know it was all that. No, you really can. You can get a lot added, which is which is smart if you're there full time like me. But I just have been like, I don't want to spend money right. to come to work. But and I didn't think it would. But I really make a should just go get them done. Yeah. No. And, it does. and now that I'm like. I'm still wearing heels. I'm in a platform at that, and my feet don't hurt after eight hours. I've done overtime, and my feet don't hurt. And I'm just like, maybe that girl was on to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually end up buying a new pair of boots every, like, three months mm-hmm. because the box that we dance on wears the sole of them down. So after three months, my socks are literally poking through the bottom of the shoes. Yeah. And I wear I wear everything until it dies. Like, Literally until it's unwearable, I will wear it. Um, we should, oh, we should so take pictures bad. of some of the boots. Yeah, so we can post it, and then people can see. Like when we say we wear them until oh, they, they die. Yeah, they you're die. right. <laughs> I'm talking, no, like, mine are dying. Like I'm off. talking. Yeah, like my feet look like alligator mouths when I walk because the sole is staying down and the, my toes are coming up because the seams have completely ripped out. Like that Where kind of thing, on. or like girls' heels will actually break off. Oh the boot. yeah, the heel, yeah, the I've heel will break off, off the boot. So then they like are walking like flopping their heel <laughs> on the boot. Um, they're also, um because they're cost. Here's the thing: they're go-go boots. So the plastic shiny the go-go plastic boots. Part, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, the plastic shiny, plastic shiny, cheap China made go-go boots. And they're not made to be worn 40 hours a week. Plus, they're made to be worn one night on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Like, for a few hours. For a few hours. They're not made for it. That's why I literally have to buy a new pair every three months because they're just not made for it. And every time I'm like, someone's like, just take them to the cobbler and get them, like, hyped up. I'm like, no. No. I don't want to spend money to come to work. Like, I already spend money to come to work. But I really should just go. Because, honestly, maybe if i gone and spent the extra $150, I might have those boots for a whole year instead of every three months. Well, you would have them forever because you would just take it back to the cobbler anytime something happens. Oh. So you'd have them forever. That's true. One yeah. of the girls told me that she just got, like, an extra sole put on the bottom and it was, like, an extra 100 bucks or something. Honestly, that's not too bad. Come in. <laughs> So yeah, my feet don't hurt. I'm a regular dealer. <laughs> there you go. You know, I started a new job too where I don't have to wear heels, but I'm standing on my feet literally eight hours a day. Yeah. Like for a straight eight hours, I'm actually standing. And same thing. Like I'm like, my feet don't hurt here. Thank God I don't have to wear heels because I would not be able to do both. But Dang. yeah, I've always said, I've always said I would do that job with so much less complaining if I could wear my own shoes. 
And a hundred percent, I gotta say that if they just let us wear a black shoe, yeah. If you want the boot look, like we could buy stockings. Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely wear just like a a black shoe with like knee high stockings. Yeah, because that's cute. Sneakers. Yeah, I think sneakers would look cute. Like cheerleaders, you know, they're those cute sneakers. Oh yeah, like black cheerleader sneakers. Mm-hmm. That would look cute. It Absolutely, would fit with the property. Yeah. True. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the breaking news. I'm sure it's on the thumbnail that somebody quit. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was me. I quit. I'm um Dad. I have some fun stories though. Lots and lots and lots of lots monies. of crazy stories. Okay. Monies, yeah. Well should we start off with like a what the fuck? Should we start off with that and then we'll get into like updates? Yeah. Of where we well, I mean everybody knows where I've been, but yeah. <laughs> kind of. I think let's do that. Do you wanna go first? I have a fun one. Okay. I was staying at this property. We did a staycation um, middle of the strip. I'll just say that because I don't want to say which property exactly because I don't want to <laughs> make like a, an impression on a property because it's not what it is. Because this is across all of them. There are working girls across all of the properties from your main strip to downtown to your local spots. They're oh, everywhere. Yes. That's their job. One night, um, walking through the casino, we're going to go to this bar, and I seen 15 to 20 people getting arrested. Working girls, they're wranglers, like, so many. I'm walking, and I hear this girl saying, stop, stop, right? So I look over because I'm like, someone's in distress. Right. <laughs> this girl's holding on to the wall like that, like, gripped. Death grip. Her like stuff on a is corner? all over the floor. Yeah. Like a oh doorway. Like yeah. an entry exit doorway. Some, like to a restaurant or something. Holding on for dear life. And the security's trying to pull her. And she's just screaming. Oh my god. Her friend is like right there. And her friend's like, I don't know what's happening. Oh <laughs> my <just> god. <laughs> That's awful. It was hilarious <laughs> because I was just like, well, you guys came on the wrong night because yeah. I saw so many working girls and so many of their wranglers getting arrested. Later on, um, we're at the bar and these two women come to the bar and immediately go, I, I go, working girls, mm-hmm. they're going to come get them any any moment. One of the ladies is wearing a black bra, black thong, um, a white overdress thing it's Mm see-through it's not netted or anything like that it was just like a thin fabric okay right so you could still kind of see what she has underneath but it's basically covered Mm -hmm. she goes to the bar and she's talking to the other patrons at the bar and she's like grabbing her she's like flicking her tongue at them and i'm like gosh working girl yeah right like obviously it takes a while for security to get there and i'm kind of just looking around like why isn't anybody coming it seems like they're kicking them all out tonight Come to find out, not a working girl. And her friend, who also was who was there with her, um, like a little black dress, like a little purse, like the working girl. With the type for it, <laughs> yeah. okay. Come to find out, white dress, see-through white dress, is a pilot. What? Very well known, yeah. Like an airplane pilot? Yeah. Not not for like commercial lines, like she flies private, yeah. like her and she has like her own plane or something. Yeah. Yeah, wild. She fl- like she flies into Vegas. 
I wonder if that's a service she offers. Like, wait a minute, have, yeah, wait, I didn't like think a, that far. Have like a lingerie pilot fly Ooh. you into Vegas. Hold on, what a business! Like, imagine like getting on an airplane privately, and your pilot is in lingerie, and all your your stewardesses are in lingerie. Oh, <laughs> that. I that, should go find because her. the way she was acting pretty much sounds like right. You know, like some girls are just hypersexual, hyper flirty. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Super but, extroverted. Yeah. And then her friend, reality TV. <gasps> yeah, I never looked it up, which now reminds me to look her up. But yeah, and so Wild. not working girls at all, not in the <laughs> slightest. But interesting. Enough. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, because obviously I'm. Were they working girls? Because security did come. They right, were acting so you're really crazy. For, the, yeah. for them to come tackle them to the ground? Yeah. And then security came, asked them for their They don't IDs. really tackle them to the ground. No, 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 no. They ran their IDs. No, they're not in the system. Found out the pilot and reality star. <laughs> so cool. So how did you find out they were a pilot? I asked security. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. You're like, hey, I'm a nosy bitch. I just have a question. They're like, who are they? <laughs> that's really interesting. I wonder if that's like a something she offers. That would be really cool. I would be a stewardess on that flight. Hell yeah. I'm sure they would make tons of money. On thousands, at least. But yeah, isn't that crazy? I felt really terrible afterwards because I was like, I, I put them in a box. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. We, it, all, yeah, we all do it. in Vegas. I Especially mean. because that's been a thing on, in, on the Strip recently is LVPDs cleaning, cleaning up. So we've so heard girls, yeah. that on a few different properties, they've been coming in and taking everyone out and arresting all the all the ladies. And Actually, you know what? This is really funny. Somebody who works at, because I was on that side of the strip when I was staying there, mm-hmm. they said that they don't kick them out because it's good for business. And I would say, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, you know, I haven't actually been in that world, so I don't really know, but I do know people expect it. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Like, I um took someone home the other day after work. It wasn't even the other day. It was a little while ago, but he was telling me a story that he was, because he normally walks home from work because he lives very close. And I was taking him home, and he was telling me a story that someone, like, approached him on his walk home. And was like, how do I find a girl? And he was like, I'm sorry, what? He was like, yeah, I'm looking, like, I'm looking for someone to pretty much give me head. Like, how do I, how do I find someone? And he was just like, go sit at the main bar in this casino and you will be propositioned. And the guy was like, what? And he was like, go sit at this bar, order a drink, and you will be propositioned. So I do know that people expect it. Like, I've had questions like that while I'm working on the table. Like, I've actually been mistaken for one one time. Like, long before I met my husband, I was talking to this um, DJ. And so I would go to all of his gigs, and he was DJing at a lounge, like a cocktail lounge on the Strip. So I was sitting there, and I was in, like, and I always get dressed up when I go to the Strip. Like, I don't mm-hmm. go to the Strip. Unless I have, like, a cute out, like, unless I could walk into a club, I don't go to the strip. So I always have heels on, and I always have, like, a nice little outfit on. So I was sitting at the bar waiting for him to be done with his DJ set. I was, like, with him. He was literally right next to me. He was, like, five feet away from me. And 
the old manager of that cocktail lounge came up to me and everybody was like, oh, this is that. He used to run this place. He's somewhere else now. He like put his arm around me and he was like, are you working tonight? And I just looked at him and I was like, no, I am not. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's okay. Like, I won't tell anybody. Like, I won't get you in trouble. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm here with him. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. here with the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, like, it's okay if you are. Like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get you in trouble. And I was just like, no, sir, I'm still not. Doesn't matter how many times you ask me, I'm still not working tonight. At that still point, not I would have been it. like, I'm really not. And are you undercover? <laughs> no, exactly. I was like, because clearly you're undercover if you were. And if I was, I still wouldn't admit it no. to you. Kind, sorry. But um, that's interesting that, you know, I always wonder that because at at our casino, Someone has told me, like, there's a working girl that never gets in trouble. Like, I've seen other working girls kind of get talked to by security. Mm-hmm. But there's one that I guess never gets in, in trouble. And we just assume that she's doing the owner. Which one? I don't know. I don't know which one because I've never really seen her. But everyone's like, no, there's one girl. There's one girl that's always there almost every day. She works and nobody ever says anything to her. Because there was one girl I saw a lot. We have, we have like, she was really cute, really tiny, petite. That's what everyone was telling me, but I don't think oh, I've ever so I seen. Think I know who it is. I just knocked the microphone. I don't think I've ever seen a tiny petite She's so cute. She's so pretty. We, uh, when I first okay. saw her. Then I definitely have not seen her. When I first saw her, I even did the, is she? And then I saw oh, okay. her multiple times and I was like, oh, she is. Okay. And then I saw her with one of my players and I was like, oh, oh she is. Okay. <laughs> no, because we definitely have like. A little handful of girls that are at our casino mm-hmm. regularly that I yeah. recognize regularly. There's regulars. But none of them are petite. None of them are even short. Oh, yeah. This girl's really Sh- small. Small, yeah. Okay. So I've definitely have never seen and her. She's gorgeous. Like She's so pretty. That's what caught my attention because she was walking to the bar and I was like, hmm, maybe because she was by herself. Mm. And I was like, she's so pretty. Like she looks well taken care of. But okay. then again, it depends the clientele, like right. what, what they go for and all that stuff. Right. So, I mean, that makes sense to me that it's probably good for business because I do know people expect it. You know what? The Palms, that was a thing for the Palms for the longest. Was it? Yeah. Like, all this sketchy stuff happened at the Palms. Like, the Palms had all the escorts, all the prostitutes, all the drug dealers. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's, like, something that they're known for. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. I just always associate the Palms with Playboy. Yeah. They had, like, Playboy. Spoiler alert. Maybe spoiler. I'm gonna say this in another episode <laughs> that we might get one of the um, managers, I think, of the Playboy Club on the show. Okay, I just texted her last night. Oh, very exciting! Oh, that makes me excited because I would have definitely worked at the Playboy Club. We have somebody. Yeah. Should we just write them an email and say you want to reopen? Right. And let us run it. Yeah. No, we please. Will, we will go down please. in history. I don't want. I don't want, I don't want five. Men who are in their 60s about to retire to come in and try and run that shit. Like, can you please hire, like, four or five, like, younger women who could run that shit for the next 20 years? So and who have a good head on their shoulders. Yes, who have a good head caddy. on their shoulders and who can work. Yes, who just know what they're talking about. Because that's what I'm realizing a lot about Vegas. Hmm. Like, it's these old men that run well, shit and they're outdated and ugh. Yeah, it's um, kind of like Playboy. If you think about the whole, like, how Hugh Hefner is being exposed now after he's long gone and yeah. how bad it was in there, even though it was portrayed as women empowerment. Right. And, right, and, like, yeah. letting women have the spotlight and all that stuff, but it really wasn't. Yeah, we need to get over that. 
Yeah. And we need somebody. Somebody's who have a good head on their shoulders. I would love to do that. I would have. I one I would have worked for Playboy Club in a heartbeat if I was here and I was twenty one. It was one of my goals when I turned twenty one. I, I was like, I'm working there for the longest time when I modeled. I really wanted to be in Playboy. That was like one of my goals. Oh yeah, I, like, I want to submit for Playboy and be in a Playboy. Hundred percent. I went there when I was twenty one. I went to the Playboy Club and I walked in there and I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I <know>. this is <laughs> where I belong. <laughs> and then oh. it and then it closed. Down. Should we just open our own like? Party pit? Where could we go that we could open our own party I pit wish. and run a party pit? Isn't it like a monopoly? <laughs> I don't know. Like, could city. we open just like a side, like a local something? I don't know. But that would be so much fun. It would be so much fun. I would definitely do that. It would be so much fun. Anyways, what's your what the fuck? Oh my god, I forgot we were even talking about what the fuck. About the working so, <laughs> I got so I like got called out on my game one night. Like, I was, like, doing my whole, like, game with some guy. And mm. and another player called me out on running my game on some guy. So. Go ahead. I was, <laughs> I was so taken aback. Um, he was like, you're blushing now. I was like, obviously. Obviously. You just called me out on my game. Like, obviously I'm blushing. So I'm dancing on the box. This guy who's, like, not even next to the box playing at the table, but maybe, like, two tables away, is, like, looking at me, and he's, like, she's taking all my money, talking about his dealer. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, oh, man, like, move tables. Like, she's fired. She's so mean. Because that's my number one thing I say when I come to the table, and I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, you just took all their money? Get her out of here. She's fired. So he's, like, can I come up and dance? And I'm, like. And what I always say to those players that say stuff like that, I'm always like, yeah, you can come dance if I can go play with your money. Like, yeah, you can dance. You can do my job. I'll give you the boots. And then I sit and I play with your money. He's like, deal. So he, like, pretends to walk over and whatnot. And we're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. So then later on in the night, like, maybe an hour later, I go on break. I come back. I go to the bathroom. He's like, I, like, run into him. He's like, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, come play roulette with me. So I walk him over to my table. I tap the girl out who tapped me out so I could go to the bathroom. Tap her out. I'm like, oh, yeah, buy in. So I have two other players on that table at the time. So he makes the third player. One of the first players, he gets killed. So he ends up leaving. So this guy, he's talking to me. I'm like, he's like, where are you from? Uh, this, what do you do? Oh, do you live in Vegas? Which is my favorite fucking question that people ask. Oh, you live here? No. no. I'm from Missouri. I just fly here every weekend to work. Every weekend. So <laughs> don't ask that. Don't ever ask that question. Don't ever ask somebody who's working, oh, do you live in Vegas? Because, yeah. yes, we all fucking live in Vegas. Yeah, we do live here. There are houses Oh, my God. Here. That was the best question. So I'm, like, talking to him. It's, like, 20, 30 minutes. He's, like, oh, can I get your number? And I'm, like, no, because I'm married. But I'm, like, you can have my Instagram. So I gave him my Instagram. He ends up leaving, like, the whole time we're just, like, back and forth. Yeah. bantering you know yeah, like whatever banter. but it's like it's like fun and lighthearted. like it's yeah. not anything intense so he leaves and the player my last player who had been there since before he came my last player he goes man you just worked him so well because he was giving me a lot of money too like he was giving me a lot of tips and i was like looked at him and i was like i'm sorry yeah nobody's ever said something yeah like no that one's called me. it <laughs> nobody's ever said something like that to me he's like no that was great like <laughs> 
<laughs> he gave you props too. <laughs> he did. He was like, that was great. He ate right into it. Like he was giving you money. Like you were making him laugh. Like he like, thinks he has a analyzing. chance with you. <laughs> he was watching. No, he was watching. And like the whole time I was talking to this other guy, the guy that I was like bantering with, he was like looking at me and I kept making eye contact with him, but he was like smiling at me. So I thought he just was enjoying like the atmosphere. No, like, he oh, was this like, is fun. Like you guys I are joking. See you. No, he called me the fuck out. <laughs> he was like, that was great. He was like, do you do that with all your players? And I was like, no, because clearly I haven't done that with you. Right, yeah. But I was like, no, you know, we were talking earlier in the night and he found me. So I was like, oh, come play with me. You know, like he bought in. I think he ended up winning like $300. So it was like nice for him because he ended up making money before he left. And he's from the Midwest and I'm from the Midwest. And he's like, oh, do you ever go back to the Midwest? Like you should hit me up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, of course, yeah. you know, like I only go once a year. But of course, I'll hit you up, you yeah, know, right, like yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and so this guy and I would have never pinned him for it because I used to be friends with, like, a lot of, like, guys that were pimps and, like, ran girls and had girls and stuff. Like, I used to kind of run in a friend circle like that. And this guy, like, that called me out, I would have never in a million years, like, thought he was tall and thin and nerdy and white and had glasses and had, like, a little sunroof bald spot on the top of his head. Like, I would have never in a million years thought that he realized what was going on. So then he's the perfect person to be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I wanted to be like, sir, are you a pimp? Yeah. Do you know what you're talking about? How do you know? Because not that I'm like running game like that on him. Do you listen to our podcast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For real. Not that I was running game on this guy like that. But like, I'm also there to make money, you know. And he just was having a good time and he was tipping me a lot. And of course, we were joking while I was dancing on the box. And then he left and he was like, oh, we're both. It was just a long story. But the fact that that this like tall, thin, frail, nerdy nerdy guy like right was just like that was really good and i looked at him and i was like i'm sorry he was like no he really fed into all of that if i I was like him, i would have been like i'm safe here nobody's gonna know what i'm doing but then for him to call you out i would have been like i was like i'm sorry like i was so caught off guard that's great yeah so there's that one yeah oh and i have like a quick a quick peeing story for you simon roulette and this guy had been peeing peeing (laughs) I'm in roulette and I've been in roulette for like two, three days at the time. And this guy had been playing with me the entire time. And he was just obnoxious and annoying. And he was trying to wave the table with me every time for three days straight, like playing with me for hours. And I was just, can you verify or like give me a range? 30s, 40s, 50s? Late 30s. Okay. And what's interesting is he had a girlfriend that was there who was probably a little older than him. Mm -hmm. I would say maybe like mid 40s, late 40s. He was playing roulette, and she was just hopping the bar, going from, oh, and he was, like, short and white, like, a little chunky, but not too chunky, but just kind of obnoxious, nerdy style. And then his girl was, like, a little prettier, but older, but not that prettier. I don't know how to describe it. Mm -hmm. And she was just going down our, our bar and was, like, hopping from tall buff black guy to another tall buff black guy to another tall buff patrons or patrons so he's playing roulette and his girl's just out here shooting her shot going around 
And then the next day I was in on the opposite side of the casino dealing roulette. And I had like a group of three guys that were there for a bachelor party. And here she comes. She fucking found her way down and was hitting on all of them. Like, so anyway, yeah, it was an interesting dynamic. Like when I was like, Vegas. are you guys into like, what is that called? When in Vegas. When in Vegas? No, I'm just saying like, were you just into Vegas? Right. That, I don't think they were swingers, but I was like, are they like, what is that called? Cuckolding? I think it was like more like a cook. Yeah. 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 I think it was more of like a watching situation, not like a swinger situation. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So, but he, he was like annoying and just, he was annoying and obnoxious and I wasn't, I wasn't fond of him. So he, like his third day playing with me, he was like, I really have to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? But he's like, I'm on a roll. I don't want to leave. So he, I was like, oh, the bathroom is down there. So he ends up leaving. And before the next spin is over. So the ball lands. I'm pushing out payments. He's already back. When you snap that ball to when you start doing a payout is how long? I would say no more than 60 seconds. Yeah. I was going to say like 40 seconds to a yeah. minute. Like even if I snap that ball really hard. Yeah. Where it's just going for a little bit longer going than usual. really fast. I still don't think it's more than a minute. No. It does not take a ball that long to drop. One day. I should ask the floor to time it for me. Yeah, we should. But um, but it does not take the ball no, that long to drop. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. And so the fact that he – usually when people go to the bathroom, I'll say this. Usually when people go to the bathroom, they're gone for like two, maybe three spins. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that he had left and came back before the full, sp- the full payouts were pushed out, I looked at my pit boss and I was like, he definitely peed on a slot somewhere. For sure. There's no way he made it all the way. I know where the bathroom no, is around that building. There's no way he no made way. it to the bathroom, did his business, and came back in that amount of time. And he came back. He's like, oh, man, thank goodness. Like, I was really holding it for a long time. I feel so much better. And I was like, you're all one you, of those slots. I was like, somewhere <laughs> around here, you fucking peed on the floor on a slot. Like, yeah. I told the pit boss, I was like, he just went to the bathroom and came back before I was even done pushing out payments. And she looked at me, and she was like, so he peed somewhere. I was like, 100%. He he peed somewhere. I wonder yep. where. I'm, I'm sure just the closest corner that nobody was standing in. Right, because when you do pass through those slots, there's like, there's like little there's corners so many, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that you could find a corner really quick yeah. to just go real yeah. fast. Ew. Wow. Yep. And then he touched the chips, and then you had to touch chips. And then I had to touch them, yep. This is why you don't put your fingers on your face when you're... Yeah, this is why you don't put the chips on your, yep, you don't put them in your mouth when you drop them in your drink or just down a trip, like, it's just all the things. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about game? Yeah. Um, I witnessed a really fun situation, like, I wish I was the dealer in this situation. Mm. I was next to the girl. Um, (laughs) This was so good. I loved it so much. There's this guy comes to the table. He's not really paying attention. He was there before the floor even goes, oh, hey, you're back. And he's like, yeah. I'm talking like gold um, bracelet, just diamonds. Like, I don't know what kind of watch he has. It was probably better than, I don't know if anything's better than a Rolex, but <laughs> very expensive. He has yeah. money. Talking about how he just got kicked out of another big property. And he goes, they kicked me out because they punched somebody in the face. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I would be talking about that at the next property. Carry his money. Okay. One of those people. Oh, my but goodness. Okay. He has money. This isn't like, oh, he thinks he has money. No, this is like he has, has money. money. Yeah. Okay. 
He goes, yeah, they wouldn't even let me cash on my chips. And usually people who have money always have an entourage or at least like somebody with them. So his mm-hmm. little assistant man <laughs> was with him and his, uh, the guy takes out $1,000 chips just on the table. And they're like, yeah, they won't let me cash these out. And I was just and I'm just like standing there watching like. Yeah, I'm like, OK, OK, so that means we can make money. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. All I 100%. Thought. Um. He finally looks up at the dealer and goes, oh, my God, I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm going to marry her. Right. And I'm just like. She better do her job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She better do her job. He throws a bunch of hundreds on the table and um, she changes it, gives him a bunch of black and he just takes them off the top and goes, that's for you. And then he goes, every time he's playing two hands, every time I win a hand, I want one digit of your phone number. <gasps> yes. Yes. Ooh. Right? I'm married and right? I like that. I like that. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, that is, what a great, Wait, like, what it a gets great, even better. Like, hustle for him. He was putting a black chip in front of, for her. Yeah. So 200 every hand, because mm-hmm. he's playing two hands, and a digit of her phone number every time he won. So it went back and forth for a while, and um, he got up to six digits, and then he lost all of his money. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he left his number for her, and then um, at the very end, he took out more cash and was like, this is for you, and just threw like $500 on the table and was just like, that's for you. Wow. Oh, I would have been living so if I was fun. that dealer. Right? I would have had so much fun. I would have had so much fun. That would have been a blast. She's very shy. Yeah. She was uncomfortable. It's always a shy one. Right? I know. I was just like, yes. she better do her job. And then yes. I saw and I was like, she's she's not capable. <laughs> mm. I was like, I need to talk to her. Dang it. Yeah, I know. We need to talk about spitting game. That's a good one. I love that. For every hand I win, I get a digit of your phone number. And then to get to six. Last hand. Right. Six digits, last hand, he loses both. And I was just like, ooh, it wasn't in the cards, sir. She's like, thank God. She was. Because <laughs> I talked to her afterwards. She's like, I wasn't giving him my real number, but then I was scared that if he called the number and then I didn't and answer. And he was standing, and she he was was, standing there. Yeah. Or like if he came back later and said, give me the wrong number. She was she was getting all in her head about right. it. And I was like, girl, that's when you like throw it back and go, no, 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 no. Every hand you went, I want a digit of your number. Right? Like, right. do something, something to turn yeah. the table so that you're not put in a weird situation. Right. Like, every every time you win, you have to pay me an extra 50 bucks, 100 bucks right. for, for the digit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you win, but I would have to be worth it in my book. Like, cause or I, I would have given this. him my seven, but not given him the area code and been like, that's more than there $100. You go. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, I'll give right. you the seven, but not the area code. Guys, this is how you do it. Like, right. Come on. Yeah. These men come in there to play, and if you get a man like that who's in it to do stuff like who's that. Who's in it to win it, yeah. Yeah, and who wants to play that game with you, play the game. Make right. it worth it for yourself. Oh, that's so fun. I love that. For every hand I win, I get a digit of your phone number. I would have loved that. I would have been so excited. Right? I would have been like, I would have been game living my on. best life. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Well, obviously, you wouldn't have even given out any digits of your phone number. You probably would have gotten five, at least five, half five, five, five. <laughs> No, because you kill everybody, Christine. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do kill everybody. Because you kill everybody. And I would have been like, sorry. Right. I'd <laughs> <laughs> been like, whoops. That was good. I love oh, that I one. I love that one. That's a good one. 
I went to the bathroom and it didn't take me 30 seconds and I washed my hands. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for washing your hands. Okay. So what else has happened in Vegas since we haven't recorded? First thing that happened was F1. F1 took over Las F1. Vegas. Okay. So what was everyone so worried about was the traffic, right? Traffic. For me, going downtown, not so much traffic. No, not at Perfectly issue. fine. Yeah. Like I left my house very like two hours early the first day because i was like i don't know mm -hmm. got literally got there in the same amount of time yeah no problems no problems parking um keep in mind this was downtown though yeah it's not affected by the traffic yeah. at all no problems parking no traffic no issues um we were actually slow considering mm. i obviously didn't work out one weekend <laughs> we were actually slow considering that it was the weekend and that f1 was in town but we didn't do bad we didn't do it wasn't anything to write home about the money we made mm -hmm. but we also didn't do bad because we had good quality people but in consideration it was slow interesting okay but we still did uh, like our average amount maybe a little bit higher than our average because the people that were there were really good quality I mean, and that's usually how it can go in any position in this industry, you know, cocktail yeah. waitress, dealer, whatever. You just need one. Right? Oh, yeah. No, you just need one to change one your life. One will make, yeah, will can change things significantly. But to give context, this is the first, not the first time. F1 has been here before, but I guess the track just went around Caesars Palace, I think. Um, Someone told me that it was just like a little show or something. I didn't look into it, so I don't know. But, it but wasn't someone told like me a, that it was like in a giant parking lot. Yeah, and it went. It like wasn't a full, just one. I yeah, think it was Caesars. It I wasn't like wrong. a full race or something. Mm -hmm. It was just like a little show, a little yeah. show off, and that was in the nineties. In the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties. So, F one is now in Vegas as a full event, like a full, mm -hmm. like race day so all of that you would probably know more than me but is it is it a full thing because i've heard so many rumors about it so they're coming back next year for sure yeah we have a so it's a 10-year contract 10 years okay um but it's not locked in i think three years is locked in they have to come for at least three years and then i don't know who votes on it but somebody has to vote to say if they will fulfill the rest of the contract i think okay. it's 10 years because i was I hearing be i was that. hearing multiple things about it so i was hearing that we had a five-year contract maybe it's five then years. i heard we had a 10-year contract and then i heard that this was the year that they could decide f1 in vegas could decide if they wanted to continue so this was supposed to be like a trial year to figure out to see if it would if, work. If, if, if it would work, do they want to do it every year or do they not want to do it every year? It was a lot. It was a lot of figuring things out. So F1, Formula One, you're racing cars over 100 miles per hour on a mm -hmm. track. They have different races all over the world. It's very big in Europe. It's not very big in the States. It seems to be growing in the States significantly because they have it in Texas. They have it in Miami and now mm -hmm. Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um. They took over. So this is the context of the situation as to why F1 in Vegas was such a big deal is because they, they raced down the strip. Yeah. Vegas, the strip, Vegas alone isn't a giant city. We're no. not Texas, right? It's, We're not Miami. Really not, yeah. <laughs> we don't have the space on the strip to do something like that without mm -hmm. a lot of work around, 
right? So when they were racing on the strip, the strip was completely closed. Like a huge, big portion mm-hmm. of the strip and the surrounding, the whole track, like closed off a lot of things. Imagine the thousands of employees that work at these properties on the strip. Right. That's that, what everybody was talking about. That no longer have uh, their route available or right. their route is now filled with a bunch of tourists. Yeah. Because yeah. imagine like working at, what's like the middle of the strip? Like MGM? Grands? Caesars. Caesars? Yeah, I think Caesars is like literally like the 50-yard line. Okay, so I'm like, imagine working at Caesars. Your route both directions is blocked off. So people were all talking about, how am I supposed to get to work? You want me to park at UNLV and walk there? Yeah, what's that going to Walk a mile and a half to get to work? Like, how, like, that's what everybody was talking about was, okay, if I can't actually get, because everything's blocked off, including locals, including people who work there, like, how am I supposed to get to work? If I'm not parking my car a mile away, I'm getting dropped off, but I can't even get dropped off next to the building. Right. Like, I have to get dropped off on the very edge of the strip and then walk? That's what everybody was talking about, and that's why all the locals were so mad and annoyed and angry, but also, like, I think Lewis, is it Lewis Hamilton? Mm-hmm. He, like, made a post or something saying, like, we need to do better for... Las Vegas locals, like, we're coming in here and we're kind of pulling their city apart and making their lives difficult. We need to do better. And then F1 actually released a statement apologizing to the locals of Las Vegas Mm -hmm. saying, like, you know, we're sorry. I personally am not against it, but I also personally haven't had to experience the turmoil. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not working on the strip. Right. But I've been saying, like, I'm like, I think this was a good trial year. I think we need another year. And I think next year will be better, a lot better. Um, so a lot of the where are we going to park? How is this going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, some employees actually like rented hotel rooms because <gasps> they were like, I'm just going to sleep at work. Yeah. There's no point in going home because right. like, I don't know how I'm going to get back. And then, right. Like, right? Because there are, we do have events throughout the year in Vegas where we have the Rock and Roll Marathon, mm-hmm. right? That blocks off the strip and mm-hmm. that turns into a chaotic mess. Yeah. New Year's Eve, New every Year's year. Eve that gets blocked off. People are stuck off. in traffic, like it's, trying to get to their properties for like an hour, hour and a half. It's, it's not crazy. a new thing to have the strip blocked mm-hmm. off. It's not a new thing. But it, the difference between F1 and all these other events is F1 has multiple days. Yeah, <laughs> it exactly. was like multiple days that it was going to be closed. Mm-hmm. And then they put the grandstands up, right? Right. Because this is a, something that you watch. And when F1 finally happened, when it was the practice race, and then when it was just the, oh my God, I forgot the terms, <laughs> the qualifying races, mm-hmm. that stuff, when it finally started happening, I went out to the strip because I was like, I want to see how bad this is going to be. As a local, is it really that bad? It took me the same amount of time that it usually takes me to get there. I don't think the traffic was not a problem. Traffic wasn't a problem. Anywhere. Parking wasn't a problem. No? Not at all. I think what I think happened was I think everything got so hyped up. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. And then day of literally nothing. 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 But then everybody was still annoyed, and I'm like, why are we still annoyed? Well, you also have to remember F1 happened in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, because what, what was it, like 11 o'clock or something? Yeah, it, was, it all like happened 10, at 11? night. 10, yeah. 11, yeah. The, the final race, I think they closed the strip at 6 mm-hmm. or something like that. So it wasn't that bad. 
Yeah. It wasn't that bad. To me, it wasn't that bad. I don't think it was either, but I also am for it because I'm for things that are like bringing new things to Vegas, bringing new people in, you know, like new exciting things happening. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. So that's just my personal outlook on it. Like I could see how people who have worked here for forever and they're over it. They're like, fuck this. We don't need this. Like, but then you can also remember all those people that are on the 50 yard line of the strip or in the surrounding properties. Mm -hmm. They made money. money. Yeah. They were making, I know one property made 800, 1,000, 900, 700, like that whole weekend, mm -hmm. every day. One of their paychecks for one week, oh no, two week paycheck was like over $5,000, yeah. $6,000, something stupid like that. And it was like, I will sit in traffic for that money. That's what I'm saying. For just like, a week. Right. I will, I will deal with it for a week. Because we had like two casinos opening. So I was asking, you know, everyone's talking about it at our casino and they were like, I was like, oh, well, why don't you want to go there? And then someone was like, why do you want to work on the Strip so bad? Because I want to work on the Strip. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hello. Like, that's where everything's at. That's where everything's at. That's where all the excitement's at. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I don't want to deal with F1 traffic. And I looked at their, I looked at them, and I was like, one of my pit bosses was saying that to me. And I was like, you got to do that once a year. Once a year. And it's, I mean, as a pit boss, you're still making the same hourly. But as a dealer. That could really pay off. Yeah. That's another so like, bump with, like, we talked about last season about all the good months. Yeah. That's another good weekend we have. Right. For so dealers. I was like, that's yeah. not bad. Like, or what? just, like, cocktails and restaurants and all that stuff. Yeah, too. I was yeah. like, you have to deal with that once a, once a, a year. A year, yeah. But, like, also, everything shuts, like, Super Bowl every year, even though Super Bowl this year is in Vegas. But Super Bowl every year, traffic, mm -hmm. crazy. Super New Bowl's Year's, traffic, year. crazy. Yeah. Like, the three-day holiday weekends, Labor Day, Memorial Day weekend, traffic crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not anything new. So, it really surprised me that everybody was so mad. Me too. It it honestly surprised me. Too, yeah. But I don't know. Because I look at it and I'm like, yo, this is racing. Yeah. This is old school money. These are huge, like, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. Mm -hmm. These are huge companies that have money, that have strong followings like oh if you if you work in a tipping industry in las vegas like this is what you pray for yes a hundred percent so why is everyone have mad? all these whales at the same time yeah because when you're working at one of these really big luxury properties you're hoping for that whale to come in once a month right mm -hmm. and you're just hoping but to know that you now you have another week you where you're like, like set they're going to you be know. here Yes. And you can already plan around it. And not only that, you have multiple whales that are here that weekend. Because yeah. F1, if you get into F1, you you realize very quickly how much money is in this. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's old mm -hmm. school. It's like, old it just, money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I actually look for jobs when they came into town because oh, they like have a headquarters gigs, here yeah. now. They have a head, like oh, a yeah, permanent yeah. headquarters. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, no, there was all the gigs. That one I wish I had just done because we didn't do anything as far as the money went, we didn't do anything special at our casino. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wish I would have applied for some of these gigs just to be, to be in, it. in the experience. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, I'm excited to see next year. I think this year, I think Vegas took it a little bit to the extreme. I had players telling me that it's more expensive than the Miami one, which is wild. It is. Vegas is, I think, the most expensive one. As of right now, it's Vegas, then Miami, then Texas is the cheapest one. Okay. So I think like Vegas kind of took it to the extreme because they were expecting a lot. But then I 
I think that really turned people off because I had players that I would, because I was so interested in it. So I had players and I was like, are you guys here for F1? I had players that stayed at Cosmo normally. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we get our rooms comped at Cosmo every time. So they were like, hey, we're coming in for F1. What can you offer? And their hosts were like, sorry, we don't have any comps. The cheapest thing I can give you is a $2,500 a night room. Vegas went too far with Vegas that. went too far. Yeah, because that's too far. Because imagine imagine coming in and you have comped rooms. Every time you come in, you have comped rooms. And now all of a sudden you're paying $2,500 a night. No. Bellagio was doing things. Again, I had players who normally stay at Bellagio. So I was asking them. I was like, oh, are you guys here for F1? They were like, yeah. I was like, where are you staying? They were like, well, we stay up because they offered me a ticket. And I was like, how are you going to offer me a ticket? What? Like, you guys are in front of Bellagio? What? Right. Like, yeah. So what happened was these this group of like four guys come to Vegas all the time. They normally stay at Bellagio for free. They had tickets. They had already bought tickets for the sh- for F one. Mm-hmm. Went to Bellagio to book their rooms. Bellagio wouldn't allow them to book their rooms. They knew they had to pay, so they weren't freaking okay. out about paying for the rooms. Yeah. But Bellagio wouldn't book them ro- their rooms unless you bought an F one ticket through Bellagio. I didn't even know that. So you had to have. I think the ticket came with the price of the room. But again, the price of the rooms were like two grand a night. So they were like, now we all have two tickets because we already bought our tickets. They wanted to stay there because that's where they normally stay. So they bought their rooms, which also included a ticket, but they didn't get their tickets until the day of. So they couldn't sell them. They couldn't pass them along to somebody else. Oh gosh, they couldn't do anything. So they kind of got like bamboozled right. into having two sets of tickets. So I think Vegas just kind of took it too far. And I think everyone hyped it up with the traffic and with this and with that. And I'm like, people come to Vegas. They don't rent cars. What are we talking about traffic? It's all Ubers and taxis. It's all Ubers, there, yeah. you know. And lifts and whatever. Right? And sure. then because we worked downtown, all the girls were like, no, it's going to be busy. Tori, it's going to be busy. But I knew it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not going to be busy. Because if there's all this, it's happening on the Strip 1. They're not going to leave the Strip to come downtown too. Especially if there's going to be all this traffic. They're not going to wait in traffic for an hour to come downtown. They're going to stay on the Strip. What? They could walk from casino to casino. Yeah, once you're, that's the same thing I thought. Like once you came for F1, if you're from out of town and you got to the Strip, you were leaving the Strip. No. No. So all the girls were like, no, because it's going to be really expensive everybody's gonna want to stay downtown because it's gonna be cheaper and i'm like we don't want those people no you don't want do we realize cheap- that like right. we don't want the cheap assholes staying at our casino playing with us because we're not gonna make money but then it, it didn't end up being busy mm-hmm. but we actually didn't do bad we didn't do great but we didn't do bad because we had good quality people yeah. but crystal and i already decided we're going next year we're just gonna go to f1 next year yeah so if anybody wants to give us a ticket mm-hmm. <laughs> no give us a box we'd like a box please yes <laughs> We'll shoot a bunch of content in there if that's what you want. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then I had another player telling me, um, he's came in often. I've seen him a lot, but he told me he goes to he tries to go to as many F1 races as he can. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that it's not fun in Vegas because all the other F1 races allow you to walk around the yeah. racetrack. Yeah, they do. The, yeah. the prior days. Mm-hmm. And Vegas did not. Oh, they didn't let them? Vegas said if you had a ticket for this section, you could only stay in this section. Oh. You can't walk around the racetrack. You can't walk to other sections where you're sitting. Like, if you have a ticket, this is where you're staying. Yeah, no, because my friend. So he said he was upset about that. That is annoying because my friend lives in Miami, and she got invited to go. And obviously, I saw her videos. And, yeah, she's Mm -hmm. walking on the track. It wasn't the the race day. It was 
probably qualifying or something or practice day. But yeah, you can walk around. The drivers are walking around Mm -hmm. and you have to be really quick. So I learned you have to be really quick. Here's a little tip. (laughs) If you're (laughs) if you ever see an F1 driver walking around, you have to be ready. Like camera in here. They're walking while they're taking the picture. So if if you see them, you have to have your camera out and just be like, hey. As they're walking and keep oh, going because okay. they don't stop. I don't, just, I don't know if they're allowed. So just take a video and screenshot it and after because yeah. you never know. I'm I'm happy that they're here. I think we needed a trial year. This mm-hmm. was our trial For year. Sure. The track got messed up by. Oh, the pothole? The, the pot, thing? The, 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 the manhole? The drain cover? That... The drain cover that, <laughs> yep, that fucked up. It was a Red Bulls car? Was it for a Ferrari. No, it wasn't. It was two cars. It was nobody two. really paid attention to the second car. That was the first car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. It was only what like a month and a half ago. I t- I told my husband I was like I'm surprised that wasn't on somebody's checklist. Like that seems like that would have been on an intern's checklist. Right. Check the manhole Let's covers. Check all the co- all the covers on the track that these yeah. cars are going to be going 170 miles per hour over. So F1 cars are going so fast. So that's the thing. I learned so much this year or last year during F1 because they're going so fast. Like, like the car like sections pretty much to the ground. To the ground. Oh, So it gets very low. So that's why even though maybe some people saw the, the cover, the manhole, and they're like, oh, like my car can go over that, but their car can't. It's the velocity of how fast well, yeah, and these then are different how cars. low the car is to the ground yeah. too. And so, yeah, that was a problem. Okay. But still, yeah. But that's why I told my husband. I was like, how was that not on, like, some intern's checklist to check? That seemed so minute, especially because this isn't the only track that they drive on regular street roads. Because they have other tracks that are on regular street roads. Well, this was one of them. This was supposed to be, like, a street race. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. This isn't the only track that F1 oh, drives that's yeah, a street yeah. race. Like right. they have other other races around the world that are on yeah. regular streets that have manhole covers. So <laughs> I'm like, point. how was this not on an intern's checklist to be like, oh, check all the manhole? Like, just seemed like so. Right. Hello. Yeah. So obvious to me, but these million I dollar cars, s- millions that. of dollar cars. Yeah. I say that, and I do not work in F1, and I do not race. So who right. knows? Or just like, and maybe I wouldn't have thought of it if nothing had happened. But true. Because something happened, I was just really surprised because I was like, that seems like something. Hopefully next year. Also, the issue is that I mean, it's everything so somewhat transparent because of the internet, right? Yeah. So when it first got announced that they're going to come with $2,500 rooms and like $5,000 rooms and restaurants, like if you wanted to reserve a table at a restaurant, it was like a $500 deposit. It was yes. crazy. It was wild for a little bit. As the race day came closer, yeah. prices were like in half. Yes. F1 ticket prices went half, so low. Like they weren't selling. No. Because it was so expensive and people yeah. were looking at that like, what? Plus, it's in America. You know, like, I'm not going to say America. I apologize. It's in the States. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not that popular in the States. So people right. are probably like, eh. And then if you could just go to Texas and pay $45 tickets to see the race. Yeah. Like, why are and you going to come here, here and have to spend $10,000? Right. Hopefully next year's better. We'll Hopefully be next. That's what we're hoping for. Hopefully we'll be there. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Let's go for sure. <laughs> okay what was the other thing that happened next thing that happens we had fountain blue open oh yes durango was supposed to open before fountain blue and then didn't no because they didn't have the staff oh was it the staff i don't know the details about what happened i just remember that they didn't open so they were supposed to open 
like a month or a few weeks before Fountain Blue. I think maybe a few weeks, like two, three weeks. Um, and they ended up pushing their opening date back after Fountain Blue because they couldn't hire enough people because everyone was trying to get into Fountain Blue. Oh, interesting. Oh, man. I have stories. So I did two interviews there, three, three interviews at Fountain Blue. I was going to say Durango or Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue. My third interview, I was there for nine hours. I was texting you the whole time. You were, yeah. I remember that. It was nine hours or eight hours. I was there for like eight it or nine hours. It was the whole day. <laughs> like everybody in my group ended up calling out of work that night. I had already called out of work before I went to that interview because I knew I wasn't, I just had too much shit to do. So I was like, I'm calling out. Yeah. Um. And now hindsight, if you don't know what's going on at that property, mm. it's all over. I mean, the, crazy. Ne- the local newspaper covers it, obviously. Yes. But even then for it to be even covered by the newspaper almost on a has it been a weekly basis multiple times mm-hmm. a week sometimes since it's opened hindsight yeah yeah absolutely crazy so apparently they had 6500 positions available from what I, or found blue found blue was 6500 I believe that was the number that was supposed to be available 6500 positions available they had over 80,000 applications crazy so on my third interview yes on my third interview i was like you know what i'm gonna leave i got there 45 minutes before my interview had started Mm -hmm. i was girl i was in a fake tan like got my teeth right whitened got my hair done like got my teeth jewels fixed all the all the shits Mm -hmm. i get there i'm in this like knee length like white dress that has like red lines on it I get there and the line is wrapped around the building in the back loading docks where the trash cans are all the way down two buildings. So I'm like walking along and I'm like, what the fuck? And people are like, yeah, it's still going back, still going back. I spent four hours waiting outside in line, four hours. Like when I tell you I got inside and had sweated off my tan. Oh my God. I mean, yeah. Like I literally was standing in line outside because it was summer. Mm-hmm. It was hot. Mm-hmm. Standing outside in line with my legs spread apart and my hands on my hips so my arms, my skin wasn't touching. So I wasn't rubbing my anything. Like, I was sweating. I get inside, and I'm not a sweater. I get inside and I'm, like, looking at myself. Like, half my makeup had melted off my face. Oh, my god! Like, I was like, this is why I'm not going to get this job. Like, my, um, I went to the bathroom and my tan had, like, soaked melted off but was on the inside of my dress hadn't mm-hmm. hadn't peered through the outside of my dress yet thank god so I spent four hours standing outside in line got inside spent another three hours inside waiting finally did my interview got pushed to the second round mm-hmm. so waited another hour did my second interview oh, second round was the same at the same second time. round was the same day oh so i got there at like 1 30 i didn't leave until 9 45 at night and they were still letting people in the door at 9.45. There was still a line outside the building at 9.45 at night. How many people do you think were in that line? Just like estimating. That's a lot of people. <laughs> I would say probably like a, I would say a couple hundred, but it was definitely more than that. I would say around like a few thousand, maybe like two, three, four thousand. No. Yeah. No. Like coming in and out. Um. 
And of course, like, cause I had passed my interview time, right? Cause I was standing outside. So somebody that we, I had made friends with people I was standing around. So we yeah. were kind of in our own group. So one of them went to the front and they were like, well, let me go ask. Cause a lot of them had passed their interview times. Mm-hmm. So one of them went around to the front to go ask, and they said that there's like not really an interview time, like to just come in. Just threw it out the window. And that was the first day for food and beverage alone. It was just food and beverage interviews. That's that wasn't maintenance. That wasn't guest room attendance. That wasn't anything. That was just food and right. beverage. No front desk staff. So there was that. another round of interviews that next day that people were leaving the line for because they were like, "I have to go to work. I've been standing here for four hours. I have to go to work." So they were going to come back the next day. And I almost thought about it because the next day the interview started at nine. And I was like, I'm going to get here tomorrow morning at seven, seven a.m. Yeah. And staying in front of this building for two hours because this is outrageous. People were getting hired on the spot. People weren't getting hired on the spot. Like I came in and I was doing an interview for cocktailing and I interviewed with a manager who was running some the food court, like the GM of the food court. Mm hmm. And I was like, because I asked him, I was like, well, what do you do? Because, you know, they're like, well, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, well, what do you do? Because he really liked me. He's like, I think you'd be great in this company. Like, just keep an eye on your email or this or that. Never heard anything back from them, of course. Um, But he was telling me like, oh, we're all just hiring. We're all helping each other. So they're at that point, they were just taking the next person, the next, yeah, different department. So I was like. Maybe well, I, I got screwed because that's... I didn't get to interview with an actual food and beverage right. cocktail manager. Right. Um. Yeah, it was it was a mess. It was what a disaster. It was absolutely crazy. I mean, it hindsight. If you know what's been happening, if you've been reading all the articles and on social media and all the stuff that's been happening from that property, yeah, it all it all mm-hmm. makes sense. It's been a quite of a mess mm-hmm. at that lovely property so if you don't know fountain blue fountain blue comes from miami it's the, the where the resort is at the first one the only mm-hmm. not the only one anymore it doesn't have a casino in miami it doesn't have a casino a lot of people mix that up um there's no casinos just a resort miami beach and um they open this property this building has been under construction for what, like 16 years or something I didn't crazy know that, but i guess it because it kept switching owners yeah. owners so different owners would buy it but then didn't finish it and then somebody else would buy it and didn't finish it right. i didn't realize that it had been under construction for that long so i guess fountain blue had it <laughs> they were going to build the fountain blue then mm-hmm. the market crashed right somebody somebody else bought it sold everything that was in it like mm-hmm. everything like gutted the place to make some money off of it i don't know mm-hmm. sold it sold it to somebody else that person had it under or that company whoever it was that bought it had it for a while and then Fountain Blue got it back. And then that's where we're at today. Okay. They finally opened. Okay. Yeah, so if you come to Vegas and you're looking for a new casino to go check out, mm-hmm. Fountain Blue's the new one. It's so far from the 50-yard line. <laughs> yeah. I went one day after work. I went the second day they opened. So they opened on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I went Thursday after work. So it was like 3.34 in the morning. Um, and I thought it was beautiful. But, like, yeah. you could clearly tell they weren't ready to open. Yeah. But then like, again. Yeah. Clearly they weren't ready. Like, things were kind of a mess. Like, yeah, there was a lot of, like, big open spaces that just kind of made it feel, like. Unfinished. Unfinished. Yeah. yeah. Um, But the hotel itself is really beautiful. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. I've been the way too. it's designed is, is really pretty. Um. Poppy Steak is very popular. I've seen all of their Instagram we posts. We have to go to Poppy Steak. We one need to day. go to Poppy we Steak. We need to. We need to get the, we should do the that. briefcase or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> where they bring the steak out in the briefcase. Yeah. 
It's such a, a spectacle, but it looks like fun. And live. Live. So that was my thing. So I came. So they opened. Fountain Blue opened on Wednesday. Live opened on Thursday. So I went as live was letting out. Oh, yeah. So that's why that center bar was like packed because there was a center bar and it was packed. And I was like, bro, it's fucking four in the morning. What's going on? Um, But it's because live had just let out. So Mm -hmm. everybody was was coming out. Live is so, so. I heard it it's was small. Part of my life. I grew up in South Florida, yeah. so I remember how big Live was, and me waiting to be twenty-one to be able to go to Live. <laughs> and now we have Live Las Vegas. It's so much fun. I can't. I haven't gone. We're gonna go one day. I want to go. I don't know. I have, I have plans. Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go. We'll bring the podcast along. Yes. But I heard it was kind of small. Someone told me that the venue itself was small. Well, okay, about that, I guess Vegas is now turning back to the time before mega clubs like Omnia and like just, you know, how clubs at one point were just mega clubs. Mm -hmm. Like they were huge, you know, multiple rooms and like all these different bars. Apparently, the strategy is to go back to small venue clubs. Like, yeah, just catering to the crowd that wants to go to the club, right? Instead of these mega clubs where you're trying to cater to everybody, I think is what the plan is. Okay. So yeah, Live isn't huge, but it is your standard nightclub size. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's not, I mean, not a bad thing that it's not massive. I just assumed it would be huge. Yeah. That was just my assumption. So when somebody was like, no, it's kind of small. Yeah, I seen that. A lot of people assumed that it was going to be pretty big. Yeah. But I, I also. I don't mind small, small clubs though. I also haven't seen um, the day club because it's not open yet because they opened December, mm. so it was winter, so no day club until March, probably. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was like, usually I think day clubs open March or April. Right. Because so I know, like, the cocktail servers wear the track suits the first couple weeks because it's cold. Still so. a little chilly, yeah. So it's I don't know. We'll chilly. see what the day club looks like. That's that's what the one I really want to go to. I want to go to day club before I go to the nightclub. I feel like once you go to one nightclub, you go to all of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like day clubs ha- tend to feel a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, Fountain Blue brought out all the celebrities. Oh yeah, all saw, the celebrities. If you saw any articles about their opening night, there were so many celebrities yep, there. It was there's Cher, Usher, Bruno Mars. Oh, Usher, Mars. I thought Bruno Mars was there. Uh oh, maybe it was Justin Timberlake. Oh. Wait, was Justin Timberlake? It was. Are you sure day that night. Bruno Mars wasn't just there to experience it? Mm-mm. I, well, I know, like the Kardashians. Kim Kardashian was there. I think Kendall was there. The Kardashians were there mainly for Komodo, the restaurant. Mm. I don't know what connection they have there. They were there for the hotel, but I think they were hired <laughs> for Komodo. Like okay. that was their fulfillment of the night. They had to be at Komodo. Uh, Justin Timberlake performed, and there's so much drama behind that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun to see all the headlines talk about that drama that was so interesting yeah Cher was there um I feel like Keith I saw Urban. some promo video and there was Sylvester like Stallone, so yes Tom Brady yes um Cher's boyfriend which is Tyga Cher's dating Tyga Cher she's dating somebody like a third of her age not even half her age <laughs> Hold on, we got to Google that one. Cher's boyfriend. Oh, it's not Tyga. Oh, no, 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 it's his friend. It's Tyga's friend. Okay, that's I was what like, it was. What? Alexander Edwards, AE. 
the music executive. He is. There is a 40-year age gap between the two. Yikes. Yeah. I'm just not that person. Like I just have a 40-year age gap? Uh, yeah. I think the hotel was open the first night for, like, VIP guests and then officially open the second night. Yeah, I think that's how most resorts, when they open, they have a VIP mm-hmm, night. Like a VIP night, yeah. yeah. Where they want to show off mm-hmm. the casino to all the all the VIPs right. before before the regulars go in and mess it up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then Durango opens. Durango opened. That is which a local. Which is a stations casino, but a it's a local joint, casino yeah. kind of towards Summerlin area. No, opposite. Stop it. Southwest. No, because it's Durango on it's on the way to Red Rock. No, it's not. Uh, yes, huh? No, it's not. It's from right my back, house, down here. From my house, it's on the way to Red Rock. Like, I have to pass Durango to get to Red Rock. Oh, you take the 215? Yeah. But it's not near Red Rock. It's not in Summerlin. It's in the southwest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm about to Google it real quick because I'm confused. Let's oh, God. just see where it's at. Okay, so it is in the southwest let's see where red rock is why did i think i guess if i'm thinking of the it is kind of kind of i mean but it's not near it it's okay. not like down the street i mean i guess if you it's take like the 15 freeway minutes. it's down the street yeah okay so i guess from my house i have to pass durango to go to red rock so that's why i was thinking it was in that area because i just have to hop on the miles per hour. <laughs> I do drive kind of to fast. For it to feel that I do, I do drive fairly fast, I won't lie. I do drive kind of fast. There's I'm a, a very story. good driver. That's what I was <laughs> I saying. I'm an aggressive, fast. defensive, safe driver. Aggressive, defensive, safe driver. That is me, because you have to be out here. You have to be. Jesus. Yeah. The drivers you out here survive. are scary. Yeah. No, you will not. <laughs> you will not survive. When I first moved here, I would have friends like come out and visit me, and I would tell them, like, Please don't be scared by the way I drive, but it really is survival of the fittest out here. And if you're mm-hmm. not slightly aggressive, you're not going to get where you need to go. Nope. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah just, just so you know, don't be scared. Like, I, I got this. Yeah. I got just us. hold on. You'll I be got fine. us. We're, we're going to get, get there. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're going to get there. All right. So F1, mm-hmm. Fountain Blue, Durango. Those are all the new fun things that have happened in Vegas so far. Yeah. That's a lot in that we haven't been yeah on actually like no you're right been on the show it hasn't been that long Mm-mm. why does it feel like it's been over a year for me because it feels like that. i feel like that happened a year ago oh my goodness my sense of time is so terrible right now oh so bad for me i have I no mean, sense of time like i don't know what day it is i don't know what time it is nothing it's mm. yeah 2024 has been um yeah, the one month of 2024 so far has been a lot. I thought 2023 was like done and over with. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> survive. Survive. My New Year's resolution is to get out of survival mode, actually. I don't know. Because I feel like I've been doing it for so long. We'll see. <laughs> We're going to look back on this episode. I just like went into zombie mode. Yeah. Like now that I'm we- talking about it, I literally went into zombie mode and now I'm like, fuck. Now we're sitting here just like. How did so much happen? So much has happened in such a small amount of time. A very small amount of time. But it doesn't feel like a if small you, amount of time. If you look at it from a different perspective of time. I think that's it for at least things that have happened in Vegas yeah. in the last two and a half months. Three months when this airs. Mm-hmm. A lot. There's a lot to look forward to. 
And um, as far as the show, there's a lot to look forward to. That's true. We're going to start having new people on this season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll go experience some like different casinos that we're going to rate and review. Yeah, we have to do that this season. Yeah, we got to do we that. We just have to do it. Anyway, so welcome to season two of Changing 100. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, like, share with your friends, and don't forget, you have 20 seconds, go. Don't walk through the pit. Oh, wait, I went backwards. Tip your cocktail servers, tip your dealers, and whatever you do, dang. Okay, whatever you do. one more time. Don't forget to tip your cocktail servers, tip your dealers, and whatever you do, don't walk through the pit. Don't walk through the pit. Don't walk through the pit. Oh, my God. That happened the other day. It was like a pandemic, just everybody walking through the pit. And I was dancing on the box, and I was like, the next person that walks through the pit, I'm going to, like, chest kick them. (laughs) I'm going to, like, take my (laughs) dancing dealer boot, and I'm going (laughs) to kick him in the chest and be like, get out of my pit, because it was nonstop one night. (laughs) Okay, but that's it. Thanks for coming. We'll see you this season.